bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of judgment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits but a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. I was going to wait, but, you know, I just thought I'd get started. Number five. (sighs) Oklahoma County Commissioner. That's a county commissioner in the state of Oklahoma resigns after a leak of an audio discussing killing journalists and lynching black people. An Oklahoma County commissioner who allegedly was caught in leaked audio recordings made death threats against two local journalists. And talking about lynching black people has resigned from his position, the state governor says. The office of Governor Kevin Stitt said today that it has received a handwritten resignation letter from um, McCurtain County Commissioner Mark James, who said he's leaving his post immediately and plan to release a formal statement in the near future regarding the recent events in our county. That's according to the Associated Press. The development came as the Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation said it launched its own investigation into the matter at the request of the Republican governor. The McCurtain Gazette News uh, released portions of an audio recording following a March 6th county commission meeting in which Jennings, McCurtain County Sheriff Kevin Clardy, 
and Sheriff's Captain Alicia Manning appeared to to discuss reporters Bruce and Chris Willingham. Uh, Jennings could be heard telling Clardy and Manning, I know where two deep holes are dug if you ever need them. And the sheriff responds, I've got an excavator. Would you take that as them being threatening? I mean, if you say, man, that Alex, I can find a hole and throw him in it, bury him in it. Would you take that as a threat? No, you wouldn't stop. Come on. People say things like that all the time. How do you take it seriously? When Alex disappears and they find him in a hole. So, um, in the recording, Jennings also appears to complain about being able to unable to hang black people, saying they got more rights than we got. Well, that doesn't really tell me what they said. The Oklahoma Sheriff's Association told News 9 that it had suspended all three individuals um, in the recordings following an emergency meeting. So we'll see how that turns out. Um, I'm trying to wonder how that will turn out. That will definitely be pretty interesting. Number four. Well, in Racine County, local leaders have approved plans for a massive Microsoft data center in a southeast Wisconsin village where the world's largest electronics manufacturer has a huge campus. Racine County Board of Supervisors voted 18 to 1 on Tuesday. Who's the knucklehead who voted no? to bring a $1 billion project on 315 acres of land in Mount Pleasant. Mount Pleasant's already the home to a production site for Taiwan's Foxconn Technology Group. Microsoft must begin the first phase of construction by July 2026 and begin the second phase by July 2033. Microsoft must purchase the land for $50 million by July 31st of this year. According to a fact sheet, this is all from... um, WISN.com quoting Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. According to a fact sheet describing the project compiled by the Southeastern Wisconsin Economic Development Groups, the 315 acres uh, parcel, acre parcel, is part of a tax increment financing district, the TIF district. That includes the Foxconn campus. Property taxes collected in such districts can be used to subsidize development of the actual district find that very very interesting number three a federal judge today denied the request by manhattan district attorney alvin bragg's office for a temporary restraining order to stop a house judiciary committee subpoena of former prosecutor mark pomerantz district judge mary k Vascasel said Pomerantz must appear for a deposition. The subpoena was issued by a valid legislative purpose in connection with the broad and indispensable congressional power to conduct investigations. It is not the role of the federal judiciary to dictate what legislation Congress may consider or how it should conduct its deliberations in that connection. Mr. Pomerantz must appear for the congressional deposition. No one is above the law. And so that was interesting that they wrote that. Um, Bragg's office had indicated that it likely would ask the second U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals for a stay if um, 
if she sided with the committee but did not have an immediate comment. Lawyers for the House Judiciary Committee and Bragg's office squared off over whether the GOP-led committee has a right to subpoena a former Manhattan prosecutor on the DA's investigation that led to the recent indictment of former President Donald Trump. The judge said that there's politics going on on both sides. Let's be honest about that. But the judge who was appointed to the bench by Trump and confirmed by the Senate in 2019 said she views her task narrowly as determining whether there's a valid legislative purpose for the Judiciary Committee's subpoena of Pomerantz. And she said, I'm talking about the subpoena. That's what's in front of me. Not all the political rhetoric that's been flying back and forth. That's all color. It's all theater. That's not what's in front of me. So out of the gate, she questioned an attorney representing the Manhattan DA's office on their arguments that Representative Jim Jordan and Judiciary Committee do not have a legislative purpose in subpoenaing Pomerantz. Like, that's just bizarre in and of itself. They send you a subpoena. You got to go. You can scream and fight and holler and pant and do whatever you got to do. But if you don't show up, you're in contempt of Congress. Which is a federal offense. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But, you know. Nobody listens to me. Number two. This next story, I don't understand. Maybe I'm missing something. Milwaukee Common Council unanimously passed a resolution, which is non-binding, yesterday urging uh, Ascension St. Francis Hospital to reconsider the closure of its labor delivery unit. The hospital closed the unit right before Christmas last year, shocking people across the city. Well, first of all, people across the city weren't shocked. People in the neighborhood were shocked. But the fact that you even wrote this and made it bigger than it was, TMJ4, come on. I'm, I'm, I'm bothered by this because it's not the Common Council's job to tell a billion-dollar business what to do. It's none of their business. If they decide what they want to do, then that's what they do. But it's not your job. I mean, it's cute that you kind of passed your little resolution. Okay, that's cute. But in the end, they're going to do what they want to do. And it's called business. The flip side is if you're not giving them any money to do their job, if I was you, I'd be quiet. Number one. Well, it's in. Six minutes ago. The jury found Stephanie Rapkin, 63, guilty of disorderly conduct for spitting on the black teen. Stephanie Rapkin claimed self-defense, telling the jury she was scared of protester Eric Lucas screaming at her. Cell phone video from June 6th of 2020 shows a Shorewood resident parking her car in the path of a large protest marching down Oakland Avenue and then spitting on Eric Lucas, who was 17 at the time. She was also charged with felony battery after prosecutors said that she needed a police officer while they were arresting her at her home in 2020. Um, She has been found guilty. And that's that. She'll get probation. She'll get a fine. Miss Rapkin, it'll be fine. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. 
This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. In the afternoon, I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Want to say congratulations to Lola because she gets what she wants. She's the winner of the uh, OJ tickets. She's going to be going to see the OJs perform one last time here in Milwaukee, May 14th at the Riverside Theater. So, I want to say congratulations. 60 years of entertaining people across the world, RB Soul Kings, the OJs doing their final tour. Lola wanted it, and now Lola got it. So, congratulations. 833-212-1017 is the number. Who's calling and complaining? Um, what you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. What, what, what you talking about? Black Conscience said, that's a classic senior moment. Getting old has its benefits, though. I don't remember what he was talking about. Because he sent it at 456. All right, what was, we, what was we talking about? Oh, the eyeglasses. Yeah. Man, be quiet. <laughs> you ever get mad at somebody when you realize what they were actually, like they were actually insulting you? Like, yeah, you got to say, see? That's why I don't let black conscience on my show no more. Till the next time you call. Um, 833-212-1017. April is Financial Literacy Month, and the truth has you covered. So if you missed it this morning at 8 o'clock, Truth Be Told holds a uh, financial strategies segment, how to manage your finances segment, how to do all that with a representative from Educators Credit Union. So every Wednesday this month on Truth Be Told with Denise Thomas and Tully Hughes, 8 a.m., they will be talking about financial literacy because it's Financial Literacy Month and the truth has you covered along with Educators Credit Union. That's every Wednesday, 8 a.m. right here on The New 1017, The Truth. And the locations are set and it's time to clean up our city. So join the truth team Saturday, April 29th for our Tory Lowe community Cleanup. Go to truthcommunitycleanup.com to volunteer to help clean up Milwaukee. Everybody who joins gets a true shirt and free lunch provided by the St. Anne Center. Register today. Bring the whole family. Clean up our city by visiting truthcommunitycleanup.com. It's sponsored by the St. Anne Center, the best intergenerational care in Milwaukee. I've been there on numerous occasions and have done um, financial workshops and stuff like that there. And I'm telling you, I love that place. That place is a godsend to the city of Milwaukee, both the North, the uh, Bosiris campus is on the North side on North Avenue. It's, it's just a phenomenal place. And I really, really truly enjoy it. I um, I remember going there, not 
really realizing how big it was and all the things. So when you talk about intergenerational, I saw a friend of mine go there and I was like, well, what are you doing here? She said, oh, this is this is this is daycare. This is where my baby goes to daycare. I'm like, wait a minute. Your baby's like six months old. She was like, yeah. And then you see elderly people who live there, work there, and attend day services there. And I'm like, so it really is intergenerational. And it's a it's a phenomenal place. So so make sure you go check that out. Um Talking text on Dr. Ken, your thoughts during the commercial break is just breathtaking. And they really appeal to the consciousness of the human heart. Thank you for your commentaries. I listen intently and I find treasure every time from listener Sheila Kitchens. Thank you, Sheila. Appreciate you. I appreciate you. Um, yeah, I, 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 every now and then on LinkedIn, and that, that's another thing, 101.7 The Truth on LinkedIn. We're on LinkedIn now. Um, so if you have a business or we have business things going on, if you want to advertise here on the new 101.7 The Truth, you want to see what the talent looks like, the producers, the, the um, marketing consultants, all that. That's where, that's where it is. And so it's, it's, it's kind of pretty cool if you really think about it. But I ended up writing an article for LinkedIn um, on it, right? I just, I just happened to, to have a thought. And so I used to try to do it every week, right? You know, you know how far that went, right? Like three weeks. But then I thought, you know, why don't I just start writing about um, when things move me and something, somebody either said something or did something and it made me wonder, Oh, I remember what it was. I was talking to somebody and they said, yeah, my best friend, so-and-so. And you know, we were pretty tight. And so I was kidding. And I said, Oh, well, I'm not your best friend. And he thought about it and he said, well, no. And I said, Oh, okay. And then he thought about what he said, like, that probably came off pretty cold. And I'm like, hey, dude, I'm I'm perfectly fine not being your friend, right? Takes away all the, you got to call them, they got to call you. You got to hang out with them, they got to hang out with you. Your family got to do this. You don't, hey, no. And so it dawned on me, right? I guess not. But then I, I kind of went into it a little. I went a little deep. And so on my LinkedIn posts, I'm a, I'm a little more transparent than I, I think than I am on the radio because I write it and I just hit send. That was one that I was astonished. I had so many replies from people that walked up to me and spoke to me and started out by saying, Dr. King, I don't have any friends either. I said, well, wait a minute. Time out. I just said I didn't have any friends. I just said I didn't have a best friend. <laughs> That's what I said. But when you think about it, I'm, I am an introverted extrovert. I can sit on the radio and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. I can sit in a place with, I can sit in a football field with, with 50,000 people in it. I ain't talking to nobody. You know why? Because I don't know you. 
and I don't talk to people I don't know. It takes me a while to warm up to people. Ah, he's he's aloof. He's he's arrogant. He's conceited. No, I just don't know you. And you can speak to me and I'll be like, hey. But if you want to get to know me, you can come over. I can guarantee you I'm not coming over. Like I I'm I'm like I'm not coming over. Like we we don't have to have this conversation about it. I'm not coming over to you and say, Hey, good morning, how are you? I'm so and so, good to me, unless I have a reason. If there's a reason to do it, sure. If you speak and say, hey, how are you? Good to meet you. That's a reason. Oh, wow. They said hello. I think I'll say hello too. But I'm not going to get caught up on the back and forth and you say hello to me first and I'm going to say you. We're not going to do that. I'll look. I'll smile. I'll nod. And that's it. Now, there are some people I just don't speak to. Some people have offended me to the point where not only do I not speak to them, but I'll like walk around, I'll climb over a building to get away from them. And th- these are people out in the out in the street, you know, people that are, you know, hmm, stalkers and, you know, stuff like that. But by and large, if you speak, I'm going to speak back like, hey, how's it going? Good to meet you. I might even say, hey, what's your name? Good to meet you. Like when I met Sir Chance, cool as a fan. Hey, what's up? Good to meet you, man. Yeah, it's uh, listening. Uh, yeah. Nice guy, very cool guy. And I thought, that's what I'm talking about. Just just a down-to-earth, you know, just nice. And, and that's, that's what I can do. But this, 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 you know, hey, let's go hang out. If I feel like hanging out, I'll put it in the group chat. Tell everybody, hey, I'm going to be over here hanging out. Y'all want to hang out. If one person show up, nobody show up, I'm not crushed. I ain't mad. I ain't getting all upset. Oh, I'm going to go cry. Because then you all will be calling me a millennial or something. Then y'all be calling me a snowflake. <laughs> so, so I don't know. I'm, I'm just. But I'll redeem myself. One call, that's all. One call, that's all is right. Now's your chance to be entered in to win our one call, that's all 5K giveaway. We're in a new quarter, and it's a new time. You heard me, $5,000. Be caller number three right now. Be entered to win $5,000. Remember, if you or your loved one has ever been injured in an accident, give Gruber Law Offices a call now. One call, that's all. Caller number three. To win this money, 833-212-1017 is the number. One call, that's all. 5K giveaway for official contest rules. Visit 1017thetruth.com. Call now, 833-212-1017. Caller number three. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app at 1017thetruth.com.
like a doctor When I rock the mic, you got to like the way I operate I make miracles happen just for rapping I'm so lyrically potent and I'm floating and exploding on the scene Mean, I got the potential to make I figured out why my head hurt The MSNBC is on <laughs> Okay, let's do this We're gonna do this live There it is uh, uh, let's do that. I can't stand MSNBC. I can do CNN. I can do Fox. I can do CNBC. I can do, but I can't do. No, can't do it. Speaking of, 41 degrees outside, 15% precipitation, 77% humidity winds. I don't know from what direction, but they're at 15 miles an hour. So it should be pretty interesting outside. The um, It was just 37 degrees. Now it's warmed up to 41 at 5 o'clock uh, today. The, uh, okay. Do, 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 do. How am I supposed to find it on here? How? Hmm. I made the mistake of looking for the forecast and that didn't work out. It didn't work out at all. A few showers early with scattered thunderstorms overnight. Lowest be about 39 degrees. Uh, winds east to northeast at 10 miles an hour to 20 miles an hour. Six percent chance of rain, so we'll be uh, it'll be pretty rainy tonight. Uh, tomorrow, Thursday, thunderstorms. Forty-one is a low, high of seventy-one, um, and then Friday, sixty-two degrees. But then Saturday, it drops back down to forty-eight. Sunday, forty-seven. So it looks like over the next ten days, the highest we're gonna get won't be until like Monday, May first, around fifty-nine degrees. Because with it being 71 degrees and thunderstorms, that really does not really appeal to me. But that's just me. 833-212-1017 is the number. All right, I'm going to try to get this again. Um, hmm. Nope. Wait a minute. I like doing stuff live. Well, that's not right. Okay. I'm done. I quit. Leave the TV alone. Drop the remote. 833-212-1017 is the number. I'm always worried about the weather because I know um, – a, a lot of people who are fans of the new 1017 out there in Truth Nation tend to have, um, you know, live in the city, have to move around sometimes, not in a car, but on public transportation. And I want to make sure that everybody is informed.
833-212-1017 is the number. So going back to what we were talking about before the break, um, the verdict was reached. It was in my top five at five. Stephanie Rapkin, Shrubwood attorney accused of spitting on a black teenager during the Black Lives Matter protest in 2020 was found guilty. They deliberated for three hours. Disorderly conduct. Come on. You had a jury trial for disorderly conduct. But everybody deserves their time in court. They ultimately came back with a guilty verdict of of disorderly conduct. Trial started on Monday. And they heard from the victim, Eric Lucas. Uh, The state called eyewitnesses to testify against Rapkin. Rapkin said that she spit towards Eric Lucas but not on him. Rapkin declined to comment after the verdict was read, but her attorney says she is remorseful for her actions. It ruined her career. It's obviously had an impact on the community. It's been on the news. It's been in the press, says Anthony Cotton, defense attorney. That think, unfortunately for her, there's been a lot of consequences outside of the court system for her, so she's definitely regretted what's happened. She faces up to 90 days in jail and a fine of a whopping $1,000. Her sentencing hearing is May 23rd. May 23rd. Is anybody going to remember? Does anybody really care? And the reason I say that, is anybody shocked by her actions? Is anybody shocked by her actions? No, I'm not shocked. And the reason I'm not shocked is it's a microcosm of things that happen every day. So let me twist it, right? I figure you put the knife in, you may as well twist it, right? What if Eric Lucas had come to her door that day and rang her doorbell? What might have happened? What might have happened if she had the opportunity, would she have spit on him? I don't know. Now, here's my other question because I always have to throw this out. Where is the forgiveness for this woman who clearly is in her dotage, right? She's an older woman. Is there room for forgiveness? If we can forgive somebody young, can't we forgive somebody older as well? This, they should know better. Well, she lost everything for that. She lost her business. She lost her law practice. Think about that. Do we forgive her? Does does Eric Lucas forgive her? And I think that's the most important thing. She rejected a plea deal. She could have gotten a plea deal. And she didn't. She didn't take it. And it probably would have saved her career. It would have saved everything. 
But the fact that she did it proves something far more than just being an older woman who spit on somebody. She's an older woman who intentionally spit on somebody. It wasn't like an accidental. I was spitting on the ground and I hit his shoe. You spit on him, which is probably one of the most gross things you can do because your mouth is probably the dirtiest part of your body. I know people think other parts are, but your mouth, I don't know. And I think people forget After everything is mixed together, saliva is waste. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. I want to say congratulations to Scotty. He's our qualifier for the One Call That's All 5K giveaway. So his name goes into the, I don't know what, the barrel, the hat, the list, the whatever. And they call. And that's that. Then end of the quarter, let me see. I did March, so April, May, June. So that'd be June. <laughs> June 30th on a Friday. And you might be the winner. So congratulations, Scotty. 833-212-1017 is the number. Sandra, you're on the new one of one seven truth. Hey, Dr. Ken, how are you? I'm fine, Sandra. How are you? I'm doing fine. And you? I'm doing fine. Okay. I'm doing fine. I just got in the house. Really? It's raining pretty rain bad. And the thunder and yeah. stuff. Well, it's not raining. It's that bad. It's not really, really raining. Okay. It started a little bit. It was thundering and lightning a little earlier. I was out there in it, and it didn't bother me too much because I was running. Was I partying uh-huh. and twerking and all that? Mm, uh, it's too cold. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I might get a chance to do it when the weather gets a little warmer. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Because I ain't no real, real old woman now. I know that's right. So what's going on with you? Yeah. Oh, okay. You were speaking of the woman that spit on that guy. And you were asking, uh, you were saying something that, uh, how how do we feel about it or whatever, whatever. But uh, I was just thinking about her being a lawyer. I would have thought she would have known better, you know, than that. Well. That's what I would think. Well. We make assumptions about a lot of things, don't we? <laughs> I didn't say I assumed. I said I would have. Well, I didn't say assume. I said thought. But uh, they say when you assume, you make an ass out of me and you. That's right. <laughs> so I said I thought she would have, uh, you know, been thinking. But about uh, her being a lawyer and being yeah. into court and all of that good stuff. But uh, I don't know what she was thinking. All I know is that I think the guy was marching or something. They were protesting something. Over by Bayshore, 
That is correct. I have to relook it back up. Yeah. And so um, I think she might have been a little bit angry because I think we had just had the George Floyd protest, Breonna Taylor, and we've been having a lot of protests. So I think sometimes, you know, uh, white people get fed up. But I I think that's the only voice we really kind of have. If we don't get out there and group together and kind of, you know, get on this situation, what, what else can we do? Well, you don't think I mean, black people have been been kind of upset about everything? Uh, but I don't see them spitting on people and stuff. You know, I haven't seen I haven't seen them uh, take a camera picture, motion picture of them spitting on somebody, you know, and that kind of stuff. I, I what they claim is we burn stuff down. That's, that's true, but but that's true, and that did happen. So we can't we can't <laughs> no, pretend it happened, like it didn't but happen. I think I think they got some help. That's what I've said. I always tell you, I really feel in my heart they got some help because every time we protest, it's, it's got to be, you know, some fire in it, you know, something that we tore down is tore down that. And I tell you, uh, when I see Al Sharpton, uh, they have good marches. Nobody tore down anything. They yeah, but they, weren't, but they weren't upset about anything. They weren't, they weren't mad and, and frustrated and fed up with the killings of of at, they were, at times they were fed up. well mm. they were fed up but they just did it a, a a different way because they always have did peaceful marches especially back when Martin Luther King was uh uh you know lead, leading the marches so we always did peaceful marches but I just think now that we got a lot of infiltration too so we have to look at it that way too because I I can't believe because like I said I who's saw infiltrating us where, who, who's infiltrating us, making us burn? The white folks, police too. White people. I saw with this that white, we, white police guy in, in George Floyd. Okay, hang on, hang on. That, but, but what yeah. we talking about? Mm-hmm. But what we talking about? Yes, we were talking about that say. lady. I think I right. think the kids were protesting, and so I think she was fed up. That's what, where I you know was driving too. She might have been fed up because of the incidents. That's what I'm saying. But no, I don't have to go there because I can go there and I would be there. I don't have no problem with you know stuff when it comes to our cases and our causes because I know how this happened, and so I don't have no problem with the protests. But I just have a problem when it's uh, we're we're stigmatized. Like, uh, and that's why I think you probably got the shooting but of this black Sandra, guy. It sounds like you keep giving, Sandra, it's, it sounds like you keep yeah. giving excuses to why no, no, some no. black, let me finish, let me finish, let me finish, house. let me finish. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Why some yes. black people do bad things. Like there's always a mitigating reason why it happens. And it's not. Sometimes it's wrong. And we have to deal with that. Well, true, but I'm just saying when we stop get saying but because you keep TV, negating everything you said, like like I'm something that was said right. before that doesn't Eliminate but I'm just saying when things happen in black communities or with, when black people have to march and stuff go down, kind of wild. It's always uh, black faces criminalized. And so now you got where, you know, they can't go to somebody's house and ask for help because this girl in uh, up uh, in uh, Dearborn. Uh, Michigan. She went to ask for help because she had, she was in a car accident. As soon as she knocked on the guy's door, he shot her in the face and killed her. So these incidents are not new. These are things that happen. And a lot, a lot of people, I get the newspaper, I listen to the news, I get to read it all. But in this boy, this young guy that got shot going to the neighbor, uh, not neighbors, but the guy's house to pick up his uh, 
his brothers and sisters, whatever that was, you know, we get stigmatized so much. Everybody seems like everybody is afraid of us, you know, and the first thing they think about is criminal. Mm-hmm. And so they have their guns ready. Now, was that the one Rashida McBride from years ago in Dearborn Heights? Yeah, that was her. Uh-huh. Well, he got convicted. Yeah, she- he got convicted. This guy that shot the 13 year old over on the south side, he got convicted. Correct. He was an old, old man. He snuffed the life out of a young kid. And his mother sat there and saw him. Okay. You know, I mean. Now, I would, I, 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 I would, just, I would have a counter argument, but I'm not because I'm not going to get beat up by everybody because every time I counter argue with you, Sandra, <laughs> everybody come out the woodwork. Why are you hollering at her? I was like, she only hollered yeah. at me. But look here, it could have been my son. I wouldn't have watched him kill my son. I'm going to tell you that, but. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't don't get it it twisted. (laughs) I may not like it, but that didn't mean I don't understand it. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. I might not like something you say or do, but I understand sometimes when you say or do what you say or do. So I'm just saying. Hey, Dr. Ken, I'm glad they holler at you. (laughs) That's terrible. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, then. All right. Thank you much. Talk to you next time. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. See, y'all thought y'all was going to get me in trouble. Talking text line, 414-416 says, Good evening, Dr. Ken. Absolutely, the racist spitter got precisely what she deserved. What happened to her was solely because of her despicable conduct. Hopefully, she will also get jail time. Consider, above all, the potential psychological impact it has on the young man. Well... I'm gonna be honest. He didn't look too psychologically impacted. So let's let's not go there. Let's let's not let's not put stuff on people that's not there. He was looking at her pretty defiantly, and and yeah. But hopefully, because it happened so long ago, someone has talked to him. Some counselor has talked talked to him, and you know, took care of him. So she was found guilty. Uh, in this instance, the system worked. And we'll see what sentencing will do. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Make sure you check us out on LinkedIn, new Instagram, 101.7 The Truth. Tory Lowe's show is up next. Remember, he's got his walk coming up, so he's going to be coming on. I think I'm going to drag him in here tomorrow, and uh, we're going to talk about his walk and talk about things that are going on, and you can sign up and volunteer and be with the Truth Nation. And let's help make this city better. Thank you, Alex. I appreciate you. And I appreciate you for listening. God bless. Take care. See you in 22 hours. I'm out.